We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots. Huge. On the line dancing floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm -hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacova's is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. You will drive yeah. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is 2020. This is 2020. This is 2020. I'm Barbara Walters, and this is 2020. Wow. <laughs> that was good. That was good. It's 2020. This is 2020. 2020 like means a lot to me, actually. Not the year. The show. the show i don't give a shit about the year who cares Why, weren't we just talking about this the show used to scare me we did but we talked about it in real life oh yeah not in the podcast oh things happen in real life the show used to mean i like i could stay up late like with my mom and like watch 2020 with her and i don't even mm -hmm. think i nothing in that show like stuck but it was all about like murdering wives you know it didn't it was very like people magazine you know not the celebrity stuff i think that i confused it or confused it i just conflated it with dateline and uh 60 minutes both of which i think were a little scarier than 2020 like dateline was a little darker 60 well, minutes was also the, the click 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 tick 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 the 60 minutes you? freaked me out i don't know the whole thing just signified like doom for me and i didn't like watching it well, and it true. gave me nightmares 60 minutes was newsier that's for mm -hmm. sure 60 minutes was definitely more like respected date uh, 2020 was always kind of like stupid the stupidest one for sure and wow, barbara's kind of in the middle depending you. on the era you know mm -hmm. barbara mm -hmm. knows barbara knows barbara said this is 2020 it is 2020 we're still doing the same old shit and this is who's there our weekly call-in show where we take your questions comments and concerns the first episode we've recorded in 2020 congratulations to us that feels big that feels big it feels monumental we started this show back when it was just 2015 16. 16. Still. That's a long time. Oh, no. Now it's, it's like, it's so long. It's so long. But it was 2016. 
January. Our birthday is January 18th, six, like 2016. Our show's almost in kindergarten. Um, oh, we're going to play God. some... <laughs> I know. Get it out of the house. Come to go I need to have, yeah, I need to have my days. I need my I days back. So I stressful. need my days back. Having okay. a kid. Oof. Every parent's like, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Please don't <laughs> do that. Okay. Then you'd end up on 2020. <laughs> or Dateline. Or Dateline. Okay. First call. Hey, Who Weekly. Hope that you'll have amazing holidays. I love you. Um, also wanted to say, just heard the Hanukkah song that Lindsay did. It's incredible. It's a masterpiece. It's iconic. But given the recent press coverage of Tiffany Haddish's bot mitzvah, because she met her dad and found out that she's part Jewish, which I love, um, thought that she would be included. So consider me shook. And other than that, iconic, a masterpiece. Perfect. Amazing. I hope that y'all have an incredible new year. Love you both. And I'm so lucky to be with you. Keep it up with our shadow. Whoa. Crutch, crutch. The reason I love this call is because it's peak hooligan. Because it's so complimentary and so lovely and so nice, but they couldn't get out of it without being like, but also you forgot something. Well, you know. (laughs) Here's my commentary. I'm not saying that I don't consider Tiffany Haddish to be Jewish, but what I'm saying is when you put your bat mitzvah on Netflix as a special, that's, you know, that's commercialism. And Mm -hmm. I do not have to recognize that in my pure song. Okay. In your your pure song. I'm not going to promote a Netflix special in my pure song is what I'm saying to you. What is this? It's the Madonna song masterpiece from that movie W E. Uh huh. Remember, it was nominated for the because your song was a masterpiece. Because your song was a masterpiece. (laughs) Okay, but that doesn't make just because somebody said the word masterpiece doesn't mean you need to play a song by Madonna called masterpiece. I cannot hear the word masterpiece without thinking of Madonna saying masterpiece. That's your own brain worm, not one that you need to inflict on our listeners. I'm sorry. This show is about inflicting brain worms on other people. That's what this show is. What else do you have to say about your your thing? Is there any other like behind the music you can say? Behind the music? Like how long did it take you to record it? How long did it, it take you to write me, it? It took me about an hour to do all in full. That's crazy, I know. <laughs> You're like, so little time. Amazing. Yes, it's true. And the one line that really got me stuck was when... Ooh, it's like genius. I wanted the line, you know, the line where he um, he goes like he converted like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I wanted that to be Zoe Deschanel because she had converted for her ex-husband, which we had talked about one of our live shows. And it cracks me up that Zoe Deschanel is still Jewish, but like nobody (laughs) wants to talk about it. You know, it's really funny. Like, it's so funny that Zoe Deschanel is like secretly still have to. I mean, she maybe have converted by now back to whatever she was, but for like a part of her life she did convert to Judaism. Is renouncing a conversion a thing? Like, I grew I up Catholic, but it's like back. when I stopped, but when I like stopped, I didn't like do anything. I just like stopped going to church. I guess you don't have to convert back. You just stop being, you just stop. You stop recognizing that part of yourself. With some rabbis like emailing you once a month being like, hey, Noe. <laughs> <laughs> just checking no, that's in. that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. Um, did you see their their latest photos together? Yeah, oh, they are just revoltingly cute. They're really, they're really, really enjoying the new year. They're really loving each other and, and their relationship, yeah. Here's a here's the people headline. Zoe Deschanel and, quote, sweetie, Jonathan Scott, 
celebrate first new year together with loving Sweetie. posts. She's I'm the like, luckiest gal, Zoe Deschanel said of boyfriend Jonathan Scott. And then there's photos of them hugging. And he's, and she says, a truly happy new year with my sweetie. And he said, once in a lifetime, you meet someone who changes everything. Wow. They kind of did change everything. For me. And, and depending on like what she does this year, because she hasn't done stuff for a while. So like, yeah. I just am so curious what he's going to bring out in her. Like the, the, the Scott spirit of celebrity and the like the kind of work that they do which is just non-stop shit is going to be an interesting thing to watch her like either like grasp onto or not do you know what i mean yeah and then the sentence that will continue to haunt me every version of this it's always mentioned a source previously told people that dejanel and scott bonded early in their relationship over a shared love of music after becoming friends on james corden's carpool karaoke <laughs> i'll never and which and the video is still not never seen it's still not out i think apple is holding that hostage because their their rollout was so disastrous that they're like you won't watch the morning show well, well we're you're gonna have to stay you're gonna have to stay subscribed so you can watch this fucking carpool karaoke you know what i think my crazy conspiracy theory it's that they met and then instantly got engaged and they were like I love you. And he was like, I love you too. And they were like, we should get engaged on Carpool Karaoke Shut and then up. reveal it in six months. And she was like, I think that's a great idea and I love you. Let's go to Little Dom's. Shut up. Do you think, no, 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 no. That's okay. That's insane. But the less insane version of that is that they met on Carpool Karaoke and they're going to get engaged on an updated version of it that they're going to like work into the original I, and they're going to release them all together. I'm just sitting here nodding. I'm just sitting here nodding. You're like, I agree. You, my yeah. ver- you're like, my version was insane. I realized that I would, that's not true. But my version is a little bit more. It's reasonable. slightly less insane, but also a million times more feasible. I think that I would buy that. The touch, the feel of marriage. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, let's move on. We all know Jessie J can do it like a dude, but now she's doing it without a dude. Jessie J and Tatum Tatum's love is no longer a masterpiece. Jessie J and Tatum Tatum's relationship falls like a domino. Flashlight singer and she's the man star, love goes from burning up to burning down. Crunch, crunch. E! News, hire this person. Hire this anonymous caller to Who Weekly. Hire him (laughs) immediately. I want to hear that again. This first part? Wait. Yeah, that was inspiring. We all know Jessie J can do it like a dude, but now she's doing it without a dude. Jessie J and Tatum Tatum's love is no longer a masterpiece. Jessie J and Tatum Tatum's relationship falls like a domino. Flashlight singer and she's the man star. Love goes from burning up to burning down. I'm picturing like a E! News editorial meeting yeah and that's like just some genius rattling off those yeah and everyone's like everyone's so shocked and then there's a little you know nine to five montage and he's running the place in like two months right he's the boss he's the big boss and all it took was were these jesse j headlines speaking of comments hi he weekly long time first time okay so i am calling with some information about how the olsen twins might have gotten that video to ashley benson I don't know where this piece of information came into my brain. I feel like it was via, like, Teen Vogue or something. But Troy and Bella, whatever, was Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen's next-door neighbor, and they were, like, best friends growing up. So it's possible 
they're still in touch, and one pretty little liar was doing the other pretty little liar a favor. Okay, love you guys. Crunch, crunch. Troy and Belisario, is that who she was referring to? Yes. And Ashley Benson are good friends, and Troy mm-hmm. Ann is old, is old, old, old friends, friends with, with the Olsons. But, like, and we don't know if they're still friends. We just, like, know that at one point they were friends. Yes. Someone else called and gave a theory, and their theory was even kind of more ridiculous, but it stuck in my head, and it was... What's it? Okay, uh, conspiracy theory, but could Cara Delevingne and Ashley Benson secretly be getting married, and could the Olsen twins be secretly designing one or both of their looks? Okay, crunch, crunch. Like, let's just say they're going to be announcing their engagement. This is just a guess. And they're going to need wedding dresses... Or wedding looks and the row is designing their looks and so they've been in touch with Mary Kate and Ashley. That that's was so this good. person's sleuthing. Which like that's I love not, smart speculation. That's, that's good. not the craziest I mean, I think that's a little bit out there, maybe not I I wouldn't bet my life on that one, but I would say it's not the least likely situation. The most likely is that there's like a publicist or like an agent or a manager that is connecting everyone. Yeah. Like that's what is it? truly yeah. Uh, what is it? Be... Occam's Razor? Occam's Razor? Occam's yes. Billy? <laughs> Occam's oh. Billy with an IE? True. So this is, the... that's true. Oh, what wow. I will say. You put our spawn in there. <laughs> that was terrible. Um, Occam'sBilly.com so, slash who? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's, God, what was I trying to say before I did I a fake spawn? I don't know. I don't know. It was something about, okay, no. So the thing is, it's sort of weird. Remember that she says, can't wait to meet you soon. And can't wait to meet you soon. That helps that argument because it's right. like they had plans to meet in the future. Why in the world would they meet her if it weren't for something professional? You also just wouldn't make someone a video who you've never met and not add like, hope to meet you. Like, you know, some, something kind of that, like that's like kind way yeah. to end it. But you're right. Yeah. The soon is soon. Could be telling. Can't wait to meet you soon. And can't wait to meet you soon. Can't yeah. wait to meet you soon. Yeah. Interesting. I believe everything. I believe everything. So No, I it, know. Of course. This sounds amazing, but so everything just make sounds it amazing. Up and Bobby will be like, yes, sounds plausible. <laughs> I love it. That sounds so, so true. Yeah. If you have any more theories, I'd still like to hear them. Yeah. Hi, Weekly. A uh, long time, long time. I'm watching the ABC New Year's Countdown and Brian Seacrest has his co-host. Who has like dark hair and really big eyes, and I have no idea who she is. Like, I feel like I should know, but I don't know. So, who is she? Bye. So, New Year's Eve, you've got like quite the buffet of options, and a true always. We talk about this every year. A true ragtag lineup across even the most demi platforms, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know. I think Jenny McCarthy, who's been like a mainstay at Dick Clark's Rockin' Whatever, she took off this year. And she's not even, you know, she'll host the opening of a, you know, a box, a small box. Jenny McCarthy? Yeah. A small box? She'll, whatever, right? She'll host the opening of, you know, a a Hanukkah present. Yeah, whatever. Whatever's Mm -hmm. available. She'll host all eight Hanukkah presents. Yeah, every night of Hanukkah, she'll be there to open the present. She's hosting. Okay, the point is, is that she didn't do it this year. And it was, honestly, she got pressed for not doing it, which I thought was, like, the most evil genius thing is that Jenny McCarthy's getting pressed for not doing her job, like, the job that she normally does. They're like, why? And she's like, my kids. So she got pressed for that. (laughs) 
So Lucy Hale stepped up and hosted alongside Ryan Seacrest, which I didn't watch. Lucy Hale, star of so many of our CW campaigns and maybe one to come if you're lucky. (laughs) Seriously, this girl, people, she is so beloved, I have to say. She must kill a room in terms of casting. People must really like this person. Yeah, she must be amazing in the room. I'm not, I feel like that sounds like mean, but I know, I, I just mean like, she just must, people must just really like her. I, I keep picturing like Lucy Hale in the room with the whatever, the execs, and then she yeah. leaves the room and the two execs just look at each other and nod and smile. Right. And, like, they, and the tear, a single, te- a single tear Lucy. rolls down. <laughs> it's Lucy. Right. Like the guy holding the camera who's filming the, the audition, he just looks back and he cries one tear. You know, she Lucy. was, I always forget she was in Sister of the Traveling Pants 2. Yeah. Oh, two. she was the sister. She's she the was sister the sister. Who's yeah. dying? Oh, sorry. Was she dying? No, yeah. she's not dying. Oh, who was dying? She's not dying. No, the girl died. Bailey dies in the first one. <laughs> who was the, the second one? The second one, they go. No, the second one, no one dies. But, but Costas gets married to someone else. And Costas. they're like, <gasps> okay. Costas, who I think sister is literally the from Traveling like, New Pants Jersey. 2, is somehow not canon. Sorry. I know it Sister is. Sister of the Traveling Pants not. 2 is so good. No, They're both I, so good. I don't think 2 is canon. I don't know. And we need the third one back. I think someone dies in the book series. One of the sisters of the Traveling Pants what? dies. Yes. Does she get buried in the pants? The sisterhood of the Traveling... No. <laughs> Can you imagine they get buried in the pants and then the pants like pop up somewhere else and they're like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> we still fit. You can't kill them. Wait. No, 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 no. The books... Hold on, the books. Hold you, on, hold on. Hold I don't on. care about the book. Are you? Have you read the books? Is that why you're so? Sisterhood Everlasting. It's called yeah. Sisterhood Everlasting. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Well, because they die. Because one of them dies. So Everlasting. Because she dies. Tibby. Dies. Dies. Oh no. Oh my God, Tibby dies. Yeah. Tibby dies, is dying of Huntington's disease, but then she dies by drowning anyway. What? Tibby dies. That's the that's the character played by Amber um, Tamblin character. She dies from Huntington disease, but also di- drowning. Well, she's suffering from Huntington disease. Do they bury but her then in she dies. the pants? Please check. <laughs> it doesn't say on the Wikipedia. That's insane because that's a great ending. I'm going to have to check it out from the library and see what they happens. They really do fit you in all stages of yeah, life. Yeah, she okay. dies. We need a new Can sisterhood. move on? We need to talk about the other people. So this is really, this is the the reason we're talking about this is, yes, Lucy Hale is one of the who's who was hosting one of the many, 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 many New Year's Eve's countdown shows on television. But that was just one of them. That was ABC. That's it. There were so many. We didn't even list the lineup of performers on Dick Clark, which is interesting because half these people are there, but then like half of them are just like things that are taped a million years ago. They stitch it together. It's very Mm -hmm. much like. From a live studio audience in like hell, it's, you know, Kelsey Ballerini, but it's like not. It was filmed. So we had this list, though, is wild. It's Post Malone, BTS, Sam Hunt, and Alanis Morissette. I guess they performed together, which I actually would like to see. So I'll, got, I'll Google that after. Mm-hmm. Paula Abdul. Oh, Vegas. She's doing a Vegas show. Ciara, okay. which is like, duh. Of course, Ciara was there. She's always there. She's probably pissed Lucy Hale got the whatever. I'm, whatever. Kelsey Ballerini, as I did say. Blanco Brown, Dan and Shay, Green Day, Dua Lipa, Ava Max, of course, Megan The Stallion, Anthony Ramos, Salt and Peppa, Shyed. I don't think I'm. I might be saying that wrong, but whatever. Cheryl Crow, Usher, and the Jonas Brothers. Mm. Mm. What a like Grammys list of more just like what a random list of people. <laughs> no, 
No, it's very random. And like and, you said, yeah. they're all over the country. Because I know that I was in New Orleans briefly over the break, and I saw them setting up the stage for Cheryl Crow and Usher. Oh, they did it together? Yeah. Well, they in were Nashville? performing on the same night. They were in, no, in New Orleans. It is cool that th- that it's like a multi-city New Year's thing where they like kind of yeah. pop around to different cities. I was like, Josh, did you go see Cheryl Crow and Usher? Because they were building the stage. Right. And he was like, no, never. Guess who, of those two, guess who had guess who had the better time slot? Usher. Usher, yeah. Yeah. Weirdly, I got that right. And then my favorite thing is there's, a, there's another bit that says, there will also be a special appearance by country artist Jesse James Decker as she reveals the first ever Powerball Millionaire of the Year during the live broadcast. She doesn't even get to sing. She's always singing. Actually, she's never singing as far as I know. That's true. I've never heard her sing in my whole life. Ever. Never heard this woman sing. Fox was hosted by Steve, Steve Harvey. Harvey. But also Maria Menudos and Rob Gronsky, Gronsky. Name an Gronkowski. aspect of culture. Name an aspect of culture that doesn't also have Maria Menunos. I know, it's true. <laughs> the like the ultimate host. My favorite type of person is somebody who's only host. There's no other things they do they mm-hmm. do. Chain smokers were involved, Florida Georgia line. Tyga and the Killers, which actually is a hilarious. Tyga and the Killers sounds like an amazing band, a super group. Mm-hmm. Um, Gordon Ramsay, Will Arnett, and Jenna Dewan also made appearances. That's because I think they have shows. Mm-hmm. So Fox is like premiering their shows. Jenna Dewan, you said that Flirty you liked, Dancing is coming. You said, you said you liked Flirty Dancing, didn't you? You know, I was charmed by Flirty Dancing. I but... will not say that I'll watch it again, but I do find the concept charming and I find like... It's a very earnest show, which I think is nice. They just teach two people to dance. It's like that show dance. that everyone loves, the Disney Plus show that everyone's like, it's just so Encore. sweet. Encore, which yeah. I will not watch. No offense. Yeah, I no, just thank won't. You. No, thank you. So, But it's that sort of thing. We're doing Julianne that Huff a lot Julianne Huff was not now. involved with this one. She was involved with NBC's, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which was hosted by Carson Daly, obviously. Did you see Gordon Ramsay posted that photo of him shirtless with his son shirtless, but then his other son also shirtless, who's like a baby? Why? And everyone was like... Gordon Ramsay poses with his three with his two boys and one of them's like I don't know vaguely hunky like 20 or 30 something but then there's like it's like Gordon Ramsay has a baby and they're all wearing did you see this photo no I don't need to see it though but I promise you I don't need to see it no but just like look at this it's very strange this headline Gordon fan Ramsay sends fans wild with shirtless Baywatch pit it's just funny that both of those both of those people next to him are his sons Oh, that's so fucking funny. Isn't that really funny? (laughs) Well, because one son is like a full adult. And one son is a baby. And one son is a literal, not like, oh, he's young. He's an actual toddler, barely a toddler. Why are they all wearing matching shorts? It's really weird because I think they're wearing like they're, they're making a Baywatch joke. I just can't believe it's like you the can little see boy the is like the diaper. little kid is like Ugh. like he's like <laughs> diaped up, and then the other son has like I can see his like love handles, his like sculpted love handles. He captioned the snap, the snack. Watch out, The Rock and Zac Efron. There's a new Baywatch in town. It sent fans wild. With one commenting, "Oh my, Gordon." Another added, "Well, dot I dot am dot sweating." <laughs> Are they like holding their hand over the photo of over the baby to say these things? Are they like? <laughs> Like, I don't, it feels weird to be like, I'm horny for like this man and his hot son. And then it's like, there's a baby in the photo Wait. who's also topless. Can the baby get a shirt? Okay. I I can't look at this anymore. So back to New Year's Eve, NBC had Carson Daly, but most important had Julianne Huff sing a song, which was a big deal because mm-hmm. like 
She hasn't sung a song recently. I don't know. <laughs> but she returned to singing while hosting that show. Julianne Huff going through time of change. Back into singing, she goes. Julianne Huff going through the time of change? I don't know. <laughs> She's going through the change. She's going but through the change. it just means you're going back to your original career. A lot of rumors that Julianne Huff and her husband will be conscious, conscious, conscious decoupling. Oh, yeah. Conscious uncoupling oh, in, in the absolutely. 2020s. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. 2020, meaning this year. That's just rumors. Don't attribute that to me. Look it up. Just some. Pro- what are you sending me now? Nope. Sorry. I- <laughs> <laughs> he sent me a photo of the photo of Gordon and his son, but his finger, his iconic finger is covering up the baby. Thank you. So now I can. Now, <laughs> now I can you can be, enjoy the photo. Now I can be horny for this photo because I don't have to look at a baby. Okay. Who hosted CNN? Oh, God. Andes, this is the, the best. Andes. The Andes hosted CNN. And the only thing notable about their <laughs> broadcast, again, didn't watch it, was at 11.34 p.m. ET, which is in Oman time, 8.34 a.m. <laughs> that's actually definitely like, the best part of Lindsay this. Has been, Lindsay has been in the new year for more than a third of a day. So Lindsay woke up. Celebrated the new year and then like got camera ready so that at 8.30 a.m. Oman time, she's in the country Oman, she is calling in to Times Square New Year's Eve to tell them what? To tell them. I can't answer that question. She's telling them what she's up to sort of. Yes, I watched it. She tells them that she's about to do some recording stuff for her sister, Allie Lohan. Look at Anderson Cooper's face. Like, okay, Lindsay Lohan. (laughs) Like, But do you have any resolutions going into 2020? Yes, I do. Um, I'm managing my sister, so I want to really focus on me and everything that I have to do in my life and and come back to America and start filming again, which I'm doing something soon in this new year. And just, you know, taking back the life that I've worked so hard for and sharing it with my family and, and you guys. My favorite um, Times Square New Year's Eve coverage is the one that I don't even know how to get to, which is the Times Square New Year's Eve, which I think is the like local broadcast. But mm-hmm. how do you even watch this? Remember, this was the one we were like, you can watch on Roku. Like Roku was like, watch this one on Roku. Everyone was like, yeah, Why? I think Why you could also. I think it also streams just on YouTube because at the party I was at, oh. they were streaming something on YouTube and everything was in Times Square. It was very weird and it was also delayed. So there was like people Ew. weren't paying attention that the stream was delayed, and then finally. Someone noticed that they were like, it's already the new year. It's, it's already the new year. And it was, oh, it just, was like, so posted. far past the new year. Oh, yeah. It was like a full minute past the new year. Oh, well, that's, you know, that's a little delay. So this is the Times Square New Year's Eve. I think you can just watch this on like any screen. Like that's mm-hmm. like if you were getting gas, you could watch it on that screen. If you were like. Yeah. You know, if there was a TV on in your neighborhood just out, that would be on that screen. It's on the elevators. It's on the elevators. It was on, yeah. It was hosted by, um, of course, Jonathan Bennett. He did it last year. He did it last year. And maybe the year before that, because I remember it's been a few years. He's been doing it for a few years. Yeah. Um, with street correspondents, Andrea Bokla Bo- <laughs> and Jeremy Hassel. I don't know who they are. I'm not looking it up. She was formerly on Survivor. Amazing. And he... He is a model who wants to be a TV host. He because well, there's his TV host reel, so he is a TV host. Well, good job. So those were your those are the options you had, and honestly, mm-hmm. you already had them. So I don't even know why we're like going over the options as if you have you, you know you, they already happened. It's just funny to see the tapestry. You know, all the people that make up 
right new year's host it's true which like choose your fighter you know like none of them are good none no. of them are gonna like get you through the new year and then a very like local representation of the day after which is the rose bowl i think that's like a very it's a very california thing to watch the rose bowl parade the next day i personally didn't watch it i kind of wish the rose bowl parade is actually the one thing that i do want to watch but i didn't watch it but it really was funny because people did call in and say who is this woman performing lip syncing at the rose bowl parade her name's Allie, and everyone's calling her a superstar, but I don't know who she is. And I'm like, who is Allie? Like, is it Allie Allie? Is it Allie Main? Is it Allie Main? No. Doing no. like it's a just bit? It's, it's just Allie, Allie Brooke. Brooke. It's Allie Brooke from Fifth Harmony. It's Fifth Harmony's, the former Fifth Harmony Allie Brooke, who performed a song on the Rose Bowl Parade. What I love about this Pasadena Star News story yes. um, with the headline, Did Allie Brooke Lip Sync for Her Life During the Rose Bowl oh, Rose Parade Opening Spectacular? It ends with people, which is one of the funniest journalism moves of, you know, the decade, the past decade, is just to fill a story with tweets. Yes. <laughs> just embed tweets. Fill it the up. People are, if you say the people are talking, you can prove they're talking. The people are talking and you can distance yourself from an opinion you don't really want to be associated with, even though you probably agree with it by just posting tweets like, of other people. I didn't saying. say Allie Brooke lip synced and was bad. These people on Twitter said that uh, Allie Brooke was lip syncing. Everyone's shading Allie Brooke, even though they don't know how Allie Brooke is. And the last one they embedded was this Allie Brooke performance kicking off the Rose Parade is exactly the who moment we need for 2020 at Who Weekly. Our mention is embedded. So basically, we're now the scapegoat for the article. Who Weekly is saying they don't know her. Yeah, literally. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen, it's all about new beginnings this year and New Year's Eve, and we really appreciate you and joining us. And I wish you a, and a healthy being, being and, and happy New Year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. So I, we wish you God the best. You. We're rooting Thank for you. you, okay? Thanks, right. Lindsay. Thanks. You take care. The top of this ad copy says Aura pronounced Aura, but what it should say is Aura pronounced like Rita, because it is. It's Rita Aura, but this is just we're Aura. We're quite A-U-R-A. familiar how to pronounce Aura. <laughs> Let yeah, me tell please. you that. And the other thing we're quite familiar with is giving good gifts, because we've both been giving Aura frames to various family members for as long as we've been doing this. And let's just say <laughs> they never flop. As long as we've been doing the ads. It's true, They've though. never because Aura Frames are beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital frames allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos with the Aura app. And if you're giving Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. I love that. I haven't done that, but I would do that next time. That's a really good idea. I haven't done that either. I like, I'm more like sending people connecting to their frame and then just sending photos randomly so they get a little surprise of a fun little photo that's in their frame. Aura has a great deal for Father's Day right now. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. This deal ends June 18th, so don't wait. Use code WHO at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, Hold on. Wow, I'm yawning. Wait, we should leave that in. I'm yawning. Oh my god. Do you need some sleep? Did you sleep well last night? Or did you sleep too well last night? I, that's the thing is like the yawn usually means you haven't slept well. But sometimes I think the yawn means like the sleep was too bang, it was too banging. Too banging. <laughs> <laughs> On your Helix mattress? My bed is like my sanctuary, as you know. And it's really because of my sheets for one, obviously my pillows for two, but mostly for my mattress. Mostly my mattress. Mm-hmm. Because my bed is like mattress. made exactly for me because I took the Helix sleep quiz and I was matched with a mattress because I, you know, I wanted something that felt the way that I wanted to feel. I think I like a medium. 
sleep on my side. Yeah, I sleep on my side and my stomach. Same. But I have a, I have a, I have a mattress on the firmer side, which I love. I like. But a there's soft. a little bit of a softness to it. It's I like a softness, a soft. but I like it's also sinking firm. Sinking in. I like sinking into the mattress. You know. But that's fine. We all sleep differently, and that's why Helix has so many different mattresses to choose from. They're personalized. They're shipped straight to your door, free of charge. They offer a 100 night free trial, and they offer a 10 to 15 year warranty to try out your new mattress. But if you don't want to take our word for it, our many many words for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for hooligans. Go to helixsleep.com who. That's helixsleep.com who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Hi, Who Weekly. I just woke up. Um, who is Beth in Little Women? Should I know her? Crunch, crunch. This is a very easy answer. Who is Beth in Little Women? It's Eliza Scanlon. Should I know her? I think is an amazing question. But honestly, like, I don't even know if you have to, if you're watching Little Women. Should you know her? I don't know. I think the answer is no. Should I know her during Little Women? No. Should I, should I have known her before? No. She is the... Sister slash daughter, half-sister slash daughter in Sharp Objects. She, yes, that's, that's, that's her most famous role to date. That because got before her... that, she was only on like Austral- like an Australian TV show and that's it. So that got her in the Little Women lineup, mm-hmm. which honestly is, and I throw this, I throw this word around very lightly, obviously, an iconic light- lineup. <laughs> you know. We can, I, and I also thought, but this is this is a good question. I think should I know her is a question that I don't, we don't really address. Like, no, it's a good way to ask. Are you missing something? No, the answer is you're not missing something. It's okay, but. I also wanted to use this as an excuse to talk about Little Women. If you wanted to talk about Little Women some more, because I know you love it so much. I mean, and we watch some more little, clips. I could talk a Little Women until the until the cows come home, until the lorries come home. From now that I've <laughs> Europe. Now that I watched that. again and I'm seeing it again this weekend. Are you seeing it again this weekend? I am seeing. I'm seeing it on Sunday. Uh huh. I've seen it now four times, which I guess is like a little privilege, a little screener privilege for you. But I have it paid for it, Lauren. Lauren's birthday and so she wants to see it for her birthday and she wanted to actually yeah. see it in a theater I have paid for it also I just want to say I paid for it as much as we love Shisha here on Who Weekly gotta say the rumors of Florence Pugh being the like number one part of this movie are true yes Florence Pugh is so much fun to watch in this movie it's yes. crazy it is her I mean I think it's funny it's 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 one of those types of breakout roles that makes you think that that's the best only thing the person has ever done when what's funny about Flo- Florence Flo? is that she was just in I want to call her Flo she was just in Midsommar like she was the star in this huge movie that was the follow-up to this huge director's first breakout you know like she definitely did have an incredible year with these two mm-hmm. films if these are the two films that you do in your year you're doing great you know mm-hmm. what I mean and she did more than that too so she is poised to kind of zoom up into whatever people are calling her the new J-Law, which, you know, TBD. There was a there was a debate on the Who Weekly Facebook group um, whether or not she's a who or a them. A the vote. results are in. Everyone correctly identified her as a who. She's still she a who. She is not a them. She is not a them. Do no. I think her year is promising? Sure. Is she still a who? Yes. Plenty of people have promising years and they don't become thems for a, for a, for a while. Yeah. Is Eliza Scanlon still a who? You, you bet your dollars. Is Saoirse Ronan still a who? I guess not. Is she a them? Mm. People can still confuse about her. I'm confused about her. About her. But I'm confused that's fine. About her. Yeah. 
You're confused about her. You think I'm confused she's still a about hit. her status. Interesting. And I think that this movie, I mean, she is really great in this movie, and this movie is doing well. And I feel like she probably will get nominated for something. But despite that, I feel like she's still she's still a who. Mm-hmm. Really? I don't, I don't know. That's a little bit of a controversial opinion, I have to say. Timothy Chalamet still a who to you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You think so? I think so. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Who else is in this fucking movie? Eh. Laura Dern, them. Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> oh, fucking Emma Watson. It's wild that she's the like the quote unquote them, but she's the most forgettable part of the movie. I know. I would say that she's the only them of the sisters. Which is disgusting. Disgraceful. And terrible. Sersha, I but I think Sersha's so confusing for people. Like I her think Sersha's only... a them. I think Sersha's a them. I'm gonna take the other side. Just because of Ladybird? Ladybird, Little Women. She's like literally everywhere she's Greta Gerwig's muse if you're theming if you're whoing Timothy Chalamet in 2020 this is I don't know that's ener- that's bad energy going into I think the new Timothy Sh- I decade. think Timothy Chalamet's impact is f- f- extremely overestimated I that's think what I will say about Timothy okay, Chalamet I think he's overhyped but I do think people know who he is in that hype the hype helps mm-hmm. okay I think it's tough I think it's okay. tough. But we can I'll agree. Say. Eliza Scanlon, back to the question. Should you know her? <laughs> no. No. no but just, let's go back to Eliza There are Scanlon. just too many things for you to know. We're moving into the the twenty, the twenties. There's too the many 20s. things for you to have to know, like safety, climate change, politics bullshit, everything. You do not have to bother yourself with knowing who Eliza Scanlon is. Mm-hmm. Okay? Fine. Rest I'll your give pretty you little that. heads. Yeah. My gift to you, okay? Will you have debates with your friends over whether or not Saoirse and Timothy Chalamet are who's or them's? Sure. Feel Fine. free. Use your time with that. Never use call. your time with Eliza Scanlon. Yes, Never. Just know. She's still a who. Hi. Um, I am calling about the Michelle Williams getting pregnant and engaged, this Thomas Kale person. Literally no idea who he is. Um, if you could talk about who he is in the larger scheme of like theater and stuff i guess he's it seems from some comments on the facebook group he's a theater them confused um and then also i would love it if like maybe we could do or you guys can do a deep dive into michelle williams's dating history because i feel like it is littered with who's of hollywood past and music past um thank you so much yummy pop star joe happy holidays bye-bye before you do this I just got an email that I want to read. Sure. So on Friday, December 27th, I think I told you about this. I got an email from a PR person that said, hi there. (laughs) Hope your holidays are going well. They always say that. Just wanted to see if you're interested in covering. Let me know what else you may need to run the below. Thanks in advance. You know, person's name. And then it's a press release that says, media alert. Jenna Dewan stays fit during the holidays at home using the hottest workout, Mirror. And it's just screenshots from her Instagram stories of her using mirror. And she's like pregnant right, and mirror. using mirror. Right. She's using the mirror. Right. Blah, 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 blah. So right. it's someone doing mirror right. PR. Using it like, as a mirror is... or using it as workout? She's using it as, well, in the photos, Both. she's just using it as a mirror. <laughs> like she's not Wait, working out Are you out kidding? She's just looking at it into a mirror? She's like cuddling her dog in one and taking a photo of it. 
And then I also one, would use my mirror if just as a mirror. And I think it's funny. I like forwarded it to a friend of mine. I was like, this is really funny. Forget about yeah. it. Yeah. 38 minutes ago, I get an email. Re, colon, Jenna Dewan stays fit during the holidays at home using the hottest workout. Hi. Just, just checking on this. Hi. Just following up on the below. Would this be a good fit for coverage? Best. I'm just like, wait. No. It, what do no. you think I do? Because even if even if she knows about Who Weekly, what would I write about? Right. But like, listen to what you're doing right now. This is what she wants. Literally. You're right, but like she wants you to cover. She wants you to talk about Jenna Dewan go, using the, the mirror fuck? that also lets you work out or something. I still don't know what it is, and I refuse to have you like clarify that. It's like a mirror that has back rear projection. So like when you're you, it's a normal mirror, but it can also project like someone doing a workout, so you can. It's match a them. mirror that's so expensive that you feel bad that you bought it, so you have to work out. And you only have to, you only feel bad that you bought it and have to work out for like a month. And then you're like, I'm just going to use this as a mirror. Right. And then you're like, I own a like $2,000 mirror, which yeah. to be fair is not the most expensive mirror anyone's ever bought that doesn't do the workouts. <laughs> don't buy a mirror also. Please don't. Um, It's so expensive for just a mirror. You know, something's <laughs> going to become just a mirror. Okay. And also the technology is probably going to break inside of it. And good luck getting that mirror fixed. <laughs> Yeah, Jenna Dewan, Jenna Dewan shows up. She's like, oh, I guess I'll fix it. That's my Everyone job. got a Christmas gift that they were not expecting. It's this? like whenever your mom and it's like whenever your parent is like, oh, what's this? Oh, it's the elements the of media literacy that were like so clearly pumped into this release are mind boggling. First of all. Michelle Williams announces that not only is she engaged, white Michelle Williams, actress Michelle Williams, not only is she engaged, but she's pregnant. (laughs) Bitch, last I heard, you just broke out of another marriage. Honestly. Last I heard, you were literally in mourning. That's the story of Michelle. (laughs) That's the story of Michelle Williams. Last I heard, you were in mourning over whatever it is. Over whatever it is. But the thing is with her is that this drops on the, uh, what was it? The The 30th. The 30th. I was at Amina's house. I screamed. She was like, what's wrong with you? But then she agreed that I was right to scream. So 30th it drops. That is one of the slowest news days. It's the day in between Christmas and New Year's. Nobody's working. No one's looking at anything. Well, people are working. No one's listening to podcasts. No one's listening. Well, that's evidenced by our numbers. So they drop this news in the dead zone because they want they want it to get glossed over. They want the coverage to be like lazy and polite. Not only do they drop it on the 30th, they drop it with an exclusive people photo. This is not just like, here's a photo of us. Like it's like come take a photo of us walking down the street. It's it like was- they saw they saw Jonathan Scott and Zoe De Chanel and said, We can do one better. We can do one better. It's got the people branding on it, the people exclusive badge on it. It's like them walking down the street, but it's like perfectly lit and shot to the gods. Just in, just like f- to be to be painted for a museum. Like that photographer earned their day rate, I got to yes, say. Yes, 100%. But they weren't like hiding in a bush. They were like, no. smile. Okay. Michelle, white Michelle, white Michelle and, and fiance, look over here. White Michelle, fiance, look look at <laughs> each other. other. White Michelle, uh, hold your coffee up higher, white Michelle. The other detail about this, which is is the most intriguing to me, is that what is this weekend, which I just remembered. Fuck, what are we going to do for the Golden Globes? It's the Golden Globes. Okay, this weekend oh is the God. Golden Globes. Yeah. And 
Guess what's nominated for the Golden Globe? That's right. Michelle's work in Fosse Vernon, the show that I would say not a lot of people watched, but, you know. Verdon. Verdon. Vernon. Vernon? When Vernon? Verdon. Oh, are you sure? Not like my street? Not like Vernon Avenue? It's not Vernon. She's Verdon. I got it. (laughs) Michelle is nominated for the show Fosse Verdon. And guess who she's engaged to slash having the baby of? That's right. The director of many of the episodes of Fosse Verdon. Mm-hmm. This woman. She's Thomas Kale. His name is Thomas Kale. He worked on Hamilton. That's how everybody would know him, like outside of Fosse Verdon. Mm-hmm. Because no one's no one's paying attention to Fosse Verdon. <laughs> I know. Well, that's the thing with Fosse Verdon. Everyone's like Yay, She's Michelle. incredible in it. She's incredible in it. She's incredible in it. Right. It's like, but the, but it's the same thing with like Judy. Like it's like Judy's not good, but is Renee's Renee Zellweger good? Sure. Like she's incredible in it. But like no one's watching Judy. Not watching Judy. So I love this coverage because we got like Lainey with like the fucking essay written about this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And people's main questions about this this reveal Aside from all the bells the and timing. wishes, is the timing. So Lainey brought this up. Oh, no, they didn't brought this up. Anyone with half a brain brings this up because you're like, wait a second. Wait, you're engaged and you're pregnant? Like, let's rewind. Let's do a little math. You know, let's let Di Lopez do the math because yeah. things are going to be a little suspicious here. And this isn't even like me like moralizing. This is just me saying like there's more to the story that is not going to be told. I mean, I just think that we, Michelle Williams, we kind of treat... She's she's someone on Permanently Oh no, in morning. Well, someone on Oh they didn't called her fake private, which I loved. Fake, fake private. private. Yeah. Oh, she's so private. But meanwhile, she's out here dating public figures left and right, <laughs> and kind of like stacked on top of each other in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Because the timing of Fosse Verdon, we don't know when they started like actually romantically being involved, but this started taping, started filming, and they started working on it when she was dating uh, Phil. Whose last name I'm now forgetting. Elverum. Elverum. Who she was married, yeah. who she was engaged to or married to. Did they just get engaged? They were married. married. They were married. They were married. Oh my god. They were god. married. So she was married to this guy when she was working on Fosse Verdon. Mm-hmm. And, he and he was, was married, married to, to his wife. Angela Christian, who was an actress. Um a theater actress. Right. Her biggest her highest profile role was she was in the original Broadway run of Thoroughly Modern Millie. Right. She was like so, third lead under Sutton Foster. Nobody is like directly just being like, they cheated, but everyone is kind of just doing a timeline that's like makes it seem there's just not enough time in this run for them to have done this without some sort of overlap is kind of the issue. And even if it wasn't cheating, there was relationship messiness involved here in some right. way. Where it was right. like, they meet, and then she's like, I got to end my marriage because I'm in love with this guy. You right. know, like, something happened on the set of Fosse Verdon, it seems. I'm glad something happened on the set of Fosse Verdon. <laughs> Sorry, it's so rude. And I guess this news dump, but now I'm thinking, is like, they're going to obviously attend the Golden Globes together, and that's going to be a lot of press. They wanted to get ahead of that, so they weren't announcing their relationship at mm-hmm. the Golden Globes themselves. That's the main thing. Because that would have been maybe... There would have been a maybe of a negative a negative flavor to that, which is the negative flavor being what the fuck is the timing on all this? Like, shit? why is she holding hands with the director of Fosse Verdon episodes three, six, and nine? You know, like right. <laughs> what? Right. 
I love that Lainey, Lainey's so funny. Lainey says, they're both nominees. So she says, as nominees both, technically Michelle and Thomas can each bring a plus one. Busy like, could She'll totally busy. take a ticket. <laughs> She'll bring Busy. Like, can Busy still come? I hope Busy still comes. Busy had a rough TV year. This would, you know, maybe this would help her or yes. make her or make her furious. Whatever. Busy had a rough year. Like, invite her to the fucking Golden Globes, Michelle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The internet loves you two together also. Like, it's only good press that will help balance out, like, everyone saying, who the hell is this person? And Michelle had a good speech last year. Michelle, like, gives good Golden Globe. Yeah, yeah. So this is another another year that she'll give good Golden Globe. This is... To, to just announce that you're engaged and pre- pregnant, that's a... Tr- like, coming out and saying you're married is also one of those big things, mm-hmm. too, where you're... we. Where all the public just is like, we skipped a whole step or we, you know, mm-hmm. not you did, but like we didn't get that. Mm-hmm. And so this is just another one where we're just skipping right past to uh, pregnant. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're the, the fake private comment from Ono they didn't is spot on because it, it's a it's a combination of her probably being a little private and, you know, one of those actors who's like, I don't. I don't want my personality to get in the way of my char- the characters that I play. She's not quite method, but she's something, you know? She she's really, like, goes method, in deep. but she's something. You know what I mean? Like, she's serious. Yeah. And also, she is um, has been almost eternally granted a pass by the paparazzi because of the way that they fucking treated her ex. The way they yes. treated he. Yes, yes. Like, she was truly victimized in that whole thing. Like, right. that's such a tragedy. In the world of, you know, not just celebrity, but celebrity gossip and celebrity journalism. That's all a big old messy scene. So she will always get sort of a free pass from celebrity journalists and stuff like that. Well, she'll just get a lighter lighter touch. I won't say she'll get a free pass, but I think she'll get a lighter touch. Her dating history is pretty amazing. I got to say she has. She's bagged some babes. She dated Connor Oberst for fucking three Mm -hmm. years. Speaking of Natalie Portman, she dated Jonathan Sackenfeller. She dated Spike Jones. She dated Jason Siegel. She mm-hmm. dated Jonathan Safran Foyer. She dated she's Spike Jones. Like, Don't forget Spike Jones. Spike Jones. She there's rumors that she dated um this is from Oh no, they didn't, but she dated uh Ethan McGregor, who was married. Apparently they were messing around Ethan? on the set. Yeah. Ewan. Ewan. What did I say? Ethan? What what set were they on? The they worked on Incendiary and Deception. Two movies I forgot existed. What's Incendiary and Deception? I can picture the poster of Incendiary, but I never saw it. Yeah, the poster. I remember this poster. Never saw it. Is it apparently Ewan and Michelle hooked up on that on that set? That was like in mm-hmm. rumors. That was like gossip rumor. I think the largest point to be made, which again, plenty of people are making, is that there's so much more to White Michelle than meets the eye. And you should always do a little digging when you see news about her. My thing is like you know, maybe opposites attract, but if her best friend is Busy Phillips, she's also be got to be a little bit more complex than just like this innocent, silent, quiet, yep. you know, yep. woman yep. that we all yep. think that she we've, is. We've said that on the podcast before. It's like yeah. there must be something much more fun about Michelle That's Williams the point, than meets I the guess. eye. Which is like not mean. If anything, it's no. just like, no, I think she's way more fun than we think that she mm-hmm. we the the box that we've put her in but i also do feel like whatever publicist she's working with to like mastermind this release is some sort of 
self-satisfied evil genius to kind of like pull all of these strings together because oh boy this took a lot of work i mean philip's show was canceled but michelle seems like she's always busy tonight oh no (laughs) god hit him where it hurts Ooh. Ooh, boy okay hi so i think i missed my opportunity with this call um after those deranged calls from last week but I had a really burning desire to know if you guys think, whoa, sorry, driving. Um, she's start over. Uh, does Juno Temple know who Temple Grandin is? I mean, obviously, right? But does Temple Grandin know who Juno Temple is? I, I'm going to say no, just because Juno Temple is very hooey. But, anywho, just curious. French French. Bye-bye. This is truly... <laughs> the one connection these people have is their name. But... There's no other connection. I mean... They're very different types of people. One is an, an actor who is constantly playing, you know, the runaway or something. <laughs> right? Yeah. She's com- what, was the, what was the thing that, that was her description in the movie that Justin Timberlake cheated on whatever potentially cheated on Jessica Biel during it's like Juno Temple plays uh someone from a broken home or someone who ran away from home she's from a broken home constantly what she's playing yeah so there's Juno Temple and then there's Temple Grandin who is best known for like shining a spotlight on autism Um, yes she works she works with animals Claire Danes played her in a pretty iconic HBO movie (laughs) can't say that without breaking down (laughs) I can't talk about Temple The poster for Temple Grandin is still, it's still is one of the funniest things in the whole world. It's still. The thing it's, about... <laughs> it's, it's Claire Danes. It's Claire Danes right between like, I'm a, I'm a child star to I'm becoming an adult star. Like right before Homeland, but after like Family Stone, which is sort of her last gasp. But like, I'm the young one. Like, I'm the like sister. And now she's Temple Grandin. Anyway, it's the funniest poster I agree. Juno Temple knows who Temple Grandin is. We know who Temple Grandin is. Temple? You think Juno Temple knows who Temple Grandin <laughs> I is? I think so. Yeah. She watches HBO. She I likes their like Juno Temple has like read a book, she knows who Temple Grandin is. Like, yeah. I feel like that's yeah. just some, you know, if you pay attention. Mm-hmm. I think she's read a book in the Wikipedia for Juno Temple. She's mm-hmm. holding a book in the photo. Oh, she's holding a book. What book is the it? The Healthy Home by... Dr. Myron Wentz and Dave Wentz by Temple Grandin. That would have been incredible. No, she's clearly okay. at a book party or mm-hmm. something. Okay. So you're saying that Juno Temple knows who Temple Grandin is? Yeah, I think so. The caller said that too, and I think I agree. I'm inclined to agree. I'm. There's no evidence. Are you not? Well, there's just no evidence for it. I just feel like she probably saw the movie. <laughs> That's why? sort of what I think. Oh, here's why. Temple Grant Juno Temple was on an HBO series called Vinyl. So she's watching the HBO catalog. Interested in HBO. She's walked down the halls of HBO where they have all the posters, the big posters. She saw the poster. And she's like, "Oh, Temple Grant." And she's like, "Oh, Temple Grant." And they said, "Claire Danes was Temple Grant." She said, "No, what is that? Oh, it's Claire Danes as Temple Grant." Temple Grant. Oh, okay. Okay. So, but does (laughs) Temple? She's walked by the big poster. Does Temple Grandin know? Absolutely not. No, no way. No shape. No, <laughs> absolutely not. I've never been more confident. But not just because it's Temple Grandin. 
Do you know that Mar- Temple Grandin's real name is Mary? Whatever. I'm just yeah, saying. yeah, yeah. I was on my Wikipedia point early. is that she literally has so much to do. She invented a like a she invented the hug box. The hug box. The hug she box. invented though a new way a slaughterhouse device that is like kinder to animals. Mm-hmm. She is just busy, too busy. Right? She's. <laughs> what are you laughing at? She's literally to say that's why that's why Temple Grandin doesn't know who Juno. Okay, is. well she's whatever. too busy. I'm sure her. I'm sure she's thinking about other things. Is what I'm saying. Yes, she's yes. not fixating on who is Juno Temple. Absolutely not. She's written so many books. She's trying to figure out how to be more humane to animals. She's trying to figure out how to make the lives of people with autism better. She does she's not, not have the trying, bandwidth. She's not to watching. Watch Gritty dramas on HBO or wherever else (laughs) Juno Temple is. What if Temple Grandin's like her? She's like my like guilty pleasure is watching (laughs) gritty dramas. And I'd be like, no, she knows who she is. Temple Grandin impression. Because we don't get to do Temple Grandin. Well, I wasn't doing an impression. I was just being. I mean, hasn't Claire Danes done enough? God, I'm You could crying. put a clip of her. Please put a clip of her doing Temple Grandin here. Self-stimulation does seem to eventually calm the nervous system. It can be a way to compensate for not being held. Juno Temple is British? No one told me Juno Temple was British. I thought she was from Pennsylvania. Why? I just like, I thought she was from like the, the Rust Belt or somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> She's a good actress. Juno Temple is British. Meanwhile, Temple Grandin can't fake it to save her life. So she's brutally honest about not knowing Juno Temple. Also, Temple Grandin is 72 <laughs> years old. Yeah, Temple Grandin's had a nice long life. Okay, so unless she is settling down for some gritty dramas, she's not going to know who Juno Temple is. My guilty pleasure is gritty dramas. <laughs> okay. Can't we not do who are them? I, we're busy. It's been. We're very that. busy. It's I, been. We can save. We're this very for busy. Next. Yeah, we're gonna save, save this, this for next week. There are a lot of things on who are them, but we, we've done too much for you already. Um, <laughs> we've done too much to you. Honestly, yeah. we're so sorry. Yeah. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who's There. Thank you for continuing to listen to us in the new year. We're so happy you came. Happy New Year. Um, we're so happy get back you to came. work. Get we're back to work. You came. Call in at six one nine who them if you want to uh, be a part of this show in the future. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and support us on patreoncom weekly. Oh, we gotta get we gotta give out on the oh the Patreon's gonna have a secret number by the way. Patreon gets to call us at a secret number. Oh, we're doing another that? reason. Another reason to be a Patreon. Are you saying that on the podcast so that we actually do it? Yeah, I thought you. I thought you got it. I guess. No, I haven't I haven't done it yet. Oh, I thought you did get it, but that's easy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah we're going to have a secret number, and we'll see you on Tuesday with another episode. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey. 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 Where in the world is